So when was the first time you ever went to Flamenco Beach? I must have been like six or seven years old. I cannot emphasize the, the, the level of, of intensity that the first impression that, that this beach has. You know, it's, it's a struggle to capture it. Part of the island is a, is a coral reef. So the, so the sand is bone white. It's, it's a coral reef that has disintegrated. And then the, the, the water is, uh, at, depending on at the time of the day, um, is so uh, transparent that you don't actually see it. The effect is even more intense at night. And then there's another component which makes it very magical. I don't know the scientific name, but there's a there's an animal it's that, that lives. It's a kind of amoeba, kind of fungi thingy. One of its characteristics is bioluminescence. So the, a wave comes, splashes on the sand, and then washes out, right? There, and then the sand stays wet for a few seconds. So you're walking on the beach, you look behind, and you see your footprints shining. You go there to that to this beach now, and it's very. I described it as this paradise, very calm, bioluminescent. You know, you can float there. You don't see the water. You feel you're flying. This dream space. Well, you know, 50 years ago it was a battle zone. A battle zone where you can still see the remnants of war. Amidst all the beauty that flamenco has to offer. There's also these huge hunks of rusting metal, dozens of abandoned military tanks all along the beach. I'm Baudelaire, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we're going to Flamenco Beach in Puerto Rico, a place of great beauty with a history of resistance. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail, from strenuous to wheelchair-accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. My name is Carlo Cubero. And I am a social anthropologist. Carlo grew up in Puerto Rico and would visit Flamenco often. The beach is actually on an island off the coast of Puerto Rico, just a few hours by boat, called Culebra. 
Culebra is a very popular tourist destination. When I was growing up, it was of interest. If, if you if you were interested in like ecotourism, camping, water sports, scuba diving, sailing, you know that kind of Culebra was perfect tourist. And and when I started going, it was that kind of tourism that interested us. The Spanish first settled Culebra in 1860. Before then, the island was home to Tainos, the native people of most of the Caribbean. But when the Spanish came, it was all about the location. The island was between Puerto Rico and the British Virgin Islands, and that part of the Caribbean saw heavy boat traffic. Today, the majority of the people living in Culebra claim ancestry from that original group of Spanish settlers that came in the 1860s. It's a place where there's lots of people moving through, but there's there's a consistent narrative of, of the island that, they, that we are a community, that we are culebrense. Also, oh, they didn't consider themselves Puerto Ricans. No, not no, not in the same way as someone from San Juan would. So the settlement on Culebra grew and the town flourished because of two reasons. The first was the cattle industry that did well on the fertile land of the inner part of the island, and second. The inner bay of Culebra is very deep, and that made it a great place to fix boats. And with all the boats trafficking those waters, that was a big moneymaker. Fast forward a few decades to the end of the Spanish-American War, where the U.S. took Puerto Rico from Spain and the Treaty of Paris in 1898. Now, the U.S. wanted Puerto Rico for a couple reasons. It's one of the foundations of American imperialism, that, that policy of controlling the seas and all that kind of stuff. I mean, when you have Hawaii, Philippines, Puerto Rico, and the Panama Canal, you have you have control of the Atlantic Pacific waterways, right? Mm-hmm. And of commerce in the world. And second, the deep harbors of Culebra were pretty appealing to the U.S. Navy, with the beaches being a great place to stage military exercises like storming beaches or bombing them from the sea. And this is how those tanks wound up on Flamenco Beach the U.S. Navy actually scattered decommissioned tanks along the shore to create targets for their practice bombings. But here's the problem. There were people living all over the island, and as you could imagine, they didn't love the idea of their home being used as target practice. And on top of that, the U.S. Navy told them that they had to move. The Navy occupied three quarters of the island for their practices, and the people who decided to stay migrated to the marshlands in the south of the island and resettled and rebuilt there. And that's the town that's there today. This was a very uh, painful experience for the islanders. It's remembered with a lot of sourness today. Um, It's described as a gross injustice. And even on the southern end of Culebra, the people's lives were constantly disrupted by the ongoing military drills on Flamenco Beach. So, for example, teachers are having a problem giving their classes because there's bombing all the time. Right. There's a problem of sailors. You know, sailors get um, a weekend passes or not to go to town. And these are 20 year old sailors away from home, lonely. You know, they get into drinking, they get into fighting, they get into work. You know, it's a, and it's a problem for to it, it's mm-hmm. a disruption of life. You know, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And to make things even worse, the U.S. Navy also rented the use of flamenco out to other NATO countries for their Navy practices. By the 1970s, the people of Culebra had had enough. They wanted the U.S. Navy off of their island. In the 1970s, what ended up being a a three, four-year campaign, a grassroots campaign, 
to remove the Navy from, from the island and have the lands returned back to community. Whenever the Navy began its exercises, Culebrans would get in their boats and try to get in the way to disrupt them. And sometimes the protests got even more aggressive. Like Molotov cocktails and graffiti, lots of graffiti, lots of vandalism, lots of, you know, spraying on the walls. And when the soldiers come to arrest them, uh, some of the islanders decide to resist, like physically fight, and others wanted to be arrested, you know, because you want your case to be heard in, in court. The mayor of Culebra traveled to Washington, D.C., hoping members of Congress might be able to help stop the military exercises. Nobody helped him. Nobody gave a crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody responded. So he filed a lawsuit against the Navy, arguing that the military exercises in Culebra were infringing on its people's human rights. The Navy argued that the practices were a matter of improving national security. The court sided with the Navy. But finally, in 1975, after years of protests on the island, President Gerald Ford signed an executive order ending the U.S. Navy's use of Culebra and Flamenco Beach for military drills. And that was a huge win, but it came with an unexpected downside. When the Navy left, Gerald Ford signed the the order that the Navy leave, but he did not order the Navy to clean up their mess. So they left behind their toys for whoever. So that land is heavily polluted, you know, Mm. and it's very dangerous. So dangerous that even to this day, some parts of Flamenco Beach are fenced off and inaccessible to the public. If you if you jump the fence, I don't recommend it. Don't do it. <laughs> but if you jump the fence and go exploring, if you go there, you're going to see dozens of tanks oh, and, and bullets and crap and stuff and also, and, and, you know, war zone, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do people interact with the tanks? Like, what's, well, what's tourists going? take pictures on them, uh, uh, graffiti them. There's one in particular. Some of these tanks, they've been there for so long, they've become a... Uh, a symbol of flamenco. Mm. Eiffel Tower is Paris, right? Mm-hmm. Empire State Building is New York City. You know, well, these tanks are become an icon of the, of the beach. For decades, people have debated what Puerto Rico should do with these tanks. Should they stay or should they go? I think the main concern of those who support the removal of the tanks, it's a health and safety issue. This is this is this is metal, a chunk of metal rusting there, and there's children playing. You know, you can get your cut, and it is polluting the water. It is, it is. These are coral reefs, and it's a health and safety issue, and there's a, and it, and it's a pollutant. Um, opponents of the of the removal of the tanks make a case for heritage. You know, make the case of memory. Make the case of this is a monument. You know, to memorialize the struggle of our of our ancestors of of me, some of these people are still alive. And second, that it is not our best to clean up. You see, it is the Navy's responsibility to do this. And if and if we do it, we're doing their job. But for now, the tanks remain on the beach. They've become one of the most popular tourist destinations in Puerto Rico, with around 12,000 people visiting each weekend. There's so many tourists so many immigrants, so many sailors, so many people passing through. Right in that context, this this narrative of the navy and of the and of this David and Goliath story is something that, that I think consolidates a sense of island identity and this sense of ownership of the place, and they claim it. You know, this flamenco beach is ours because we fought for it.
I just want to say thank you so much to Carlo Cubero for sitting down with me to talk about the history of Flamenco Beach. This episode was edited by Tracy Samuelson and Devin DeComo. This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. Our production team includes Dylan Therese, Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Gianna Palmer, John Delore. Our technical director is Casey Holford. Theme and end credit music is by Sam Tin. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Luce Fleming, Chris Naka. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There's a link in our episode description. My name is Baudelaire. Witness Docs from Stitcher. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.